catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. One of the things I've noticed with us Nigerians, as we call it, is that we always wait till we can do very big and great things before we make a move. Today, today, if you cannot do great and big things, why not do small things in a great way? Wherever you are, the only thing that you have to fear today is fear itself. Welcome to Tony's Tech Side, my side of tech, where I share experiences and tell stories about technology on the continent of Africa. Different perspectives, different angles to it, different stories from very educated to downright weird and you cannot believe it. Today, I'm talking Nigeria. I have two guests on the show in about an hour, 10 a.m. West African time. You know, you can do the timing plus and minus wherever you are on the globe. We're talking the CBN's recent policy, regulation versus innovation, commercialization and business versus the social angle of things. In October 2022, two big policies, the redesign of the Naira notes and the new national card scheme system. That you know, two announcements and now there are a lot of tongues wagging but then i'll really be getting into what it is how it has affected us nigerians so far how it will affect or impact things in nigeria and if there is a social and political angle to it i'm having a public analyst public policy and financial policy analyst joining me at 10 a.m to talk about this but before then of course come on we have to learn a tech word I would dig deep into the rubbles of history and tech today to find what can inspire us to innovate and to get into the space we're supposed to get into. Well, you can never complain of a weekend coming around because Monday seems to just come back in 30 minutes. Guys, it's Friday! Welcome to Tony's Tech Side. Africa Tech Radio. Your plug for all things tech. Well, it's not going to be a Rajari style this weekend because we're going to be partying down. Even if, you know, we have issues. Nigeria, no cash, right? But we're going to be cashing in this weekend. Even if in SA, ZA, South Africa, we have issues with, you know, electricity and it's been you know announced as a state of disaster but we're gonna be lighting up the whole place this weekend so let's dig into the rubbles of history today today in tech this day february 10 1990 galileo flies by the earth and i don't mean galileo galilei but the spacecraft named after the famous Italian astronomer Galileo Galilei. It flew past Venus on its way to Jupiter. And this was an American robotic space probe that studied the planet Jupiter and its moons, as well as the asteroids Gaspar and Ida. It consisted of an orbiter and an entry probe. It was delivered into the Earth orbit in 1989 and it arrived at Jupiter on the 7th of December 1995 after it had assist of Venus and Earth and became the first spacecraft to orbit an outer planet. Orbits that go round, yeah, an outer planet. Now, on this day, February 10, 1996, 
world chess champion Garry Kasparov loses a game to the computer named Deep Blue. This was during a match set up using standard championship rules and it was the first time ever a computer would be defeating a world chess champion using these standard championship rules. Now who is Garry Kasparov? He's a Russian chess grandmaster, a former world chess champion, a writer, a political activist and his peak rating was 2,851 which he achieved in 1999 and he was the highest rec- Recorded until it was passed by Magnus Carlsen in the year 2013. From 1984 until the ret- his retirement in 2005, Kasparov was ranked number one for a record 255 months overall, and he holds records for the most consecutive professional tournament victories, which is 15, and the most chess Oscars, which is 11. He also became the youngest ever undisputed world chess champion in 1985 at the age of 22 when he defeated the then champion and. Anatoly Karpov. Okay, now what is Deep Blue? Yeah, Deep Blue was a chess playing expert system run on a unique purpose built IBM supercomputer. It was the first computer to win a game and the first to win a match against a reigning world champion under the regular time controls. So, this Deep Blue first played Gary Kasparov in a six game match in 1996 where it lost four games to two that's four two but then it was upgraded in 1997 and a six game rematch was played and then that's when he defeated kasparov by winning three games and drawing one yeah and this is like the first time it's not just the first time you know something like this happening but this laid the foundation of the likes of the chat gpt and bars that we're seeing now that is the advancement in artificial intelligence technologies that we're seeing now so on this day that was when it happened and i just hope you draw some inspiration out of this now the last for today would be the collision of the satellites iridium 33 and cosmos 2251 which happened in orbit and both satellites got destroyed today in the year 2009 very sad day and it was the first major collision of satellites in earth orbit now this is important because we have a lot of satellites being launched now both for commercial and for social reasons and it brings up the conversation of how monitored these things are and how we should start discussing trash in space or unwanted things in space because as we continue to have a lot of presence in space we would have to start having that discussion about the things that are in space you know materials that we're using to launch satellites and also control of these machines of these satellites so that we don't have you know collisions like these major collisions like this and they do not somehow come back to bite us in the feet or you know anywhere else now the tech word for today as i help you learn a tech word is jpeg a lot of designers graphic people that work you know like graphic designers and people that work with pictures you see oh send it to me as a jpeg or a jpg or a png send it as a file png you know just two days ago on wednesday i talked about file what it means what it really means and now today jpeg or jpeg how do we start with the name jpeg let's unbundle the name the joint photographic experts group 
JPEG, otherwise known as JPEG, is a commission convened to maintain standards for images rendering in technology. The acronym JPEG is much more commonly recognized as a file extension for image files, representing the standard set by the International Joint Photographic Experts Group JPEG Commission. A JPEG file may also be abbreviated as JPG, just in case you see JPG and not JPEG. And just in case you see, they say, oh, send me the picture or send me the image as JPG. So you're like, oh, what's JPG? I know JPEG, but I don't know JPG. Mm -hmm. Now, this organization, JPEG, was created in 1986 as a product of efforts by the International Organization for Standardization, ISO, and the International Telecommunication Union, ITU. The efforts to create standards for digital images led to the creation of this commission, the JPEG Commission, to promote consistency in software and hardware products. JPEG continues to look at issues that image compression and new technology methods like wavelets, which can promote a high standard for the creation and use of digital images in many devices, from computers to handheld devices and other hardware. So when you have a file and you see at the end of the file, it's written JPEG or JPG. Just know that it is an image file, right? And it is what is standard right now. When I return, I'll share stories that are rocking the tech world right now. Don't go anywhere. This is Tony's Tech Side on Africa Tech Radio. So you see the fight that Konto, Galala, Makosa, Rab, Swore. You see the fight they had at that time. That's exactly the kind of street fight that Google and Microsoft have been having in the past three to six months. But it came right out this week. And this is like the juiciest, juiciest moment ever because a lot of permutations were made. One, it's true that the ChatGPT AI versions were powered or announced for Bing and for Edge Browser, right? The Bing search engine and the Edge Browser for Microsoft. But also Google announced its own conversational AI tool called BARD to rival ChatGPT. And there were lots of issues. First off, Google kind of like had some factual problems in the demo that they presented to everyone. And I think someone was just trying to paint them in a bad light. Because how would you work on a demo? And the one that is presented, everyone has like factual, like... Even if you should have gone through it, come on, come on. I know, but come on. Okay, moving on from there. So as at yesterday, just 48 hours into the launch, more than 1 million people have joined the waitlist for the preview of Bing. That's for the new AI-powered Bing, right? If you'd like to join, you can go to bing.com forward slash new. And people are thinking that it's possible that Chrome might not be the search engine for iPhones and for iDevices because it costs a lot of money, right? I think it's a 20 to 40 or 50 billion agreement that Google had to make the Google search engine the search engine you know, and the Safari as the browser, right? But it's possible that with this AI powered Bing and, you know, Edge with Bing, Bing might be the new thing. And in that whole scuffle for it, iPhone, I mean, Apple might, might want to charge something close to 200, over 100 billion, right? For that same deal that right now isn't up to 
about half of that or just about half of that. That was like the major thing for this week. But moving on from that, there is, you know, sad news in some places across the continent, starting with Malawi, that recently crossed 1,300 in death toll, according to a senior Malawian health official. Um, This was yesterday. That Southern African country has been battling its deathless outbreak so far. And although cholera outbreaks happen regularly in Malawi, usually in the rainy season from November to March, but they only average an annual death of about 100. You see why this is really, really bad now. According to the WHO, Malawi's current outbreak is the deadliest on record, worse than the ones that happened in 1998 and 1999 and 2001 and 2002. That saw 860 and 968 deaths respectively. Now we're doing over a thousand yeah, other African countries, including the neighbors of Malawi, Mozambique, and Zambia, have also reported cholera cases. In East Africa, Ethiopia, Kenya, and Somalia are responding to outbreaks of it, and also a prolonged and harsh drought. In West and Central Africa, there have been cases in Cameroon, Democratic Republic of Congo, and Nigeria. And South Africa, just on Sunday, reported two imported cholera cases from Malawi. And although they've conducted two oral cholera vaccination campaigns a global surge in cholera outbreaks means vaccine supplies are also under strain and i talked about this last week i hope that as much help that malawi can get malawi actually gets this help so that we can stem down this tide so one story from south africa is the declaration of the national state of disaster over the country's crippling power shortages saying that they pose an existential threat to the economy and social fabric this is from south african president Cyril Ramaphosa. The electricity crunch has been years in the making. It's a product of delays in building new coal-fired power stations, corruption in coal supply contracts, criminal sabotage, and failures to ease up regulation to enable private providers swiftly bring renewable energy on tap. And I've had experiences of this myself. Guests from South Africa, you know, having you know these issues. And we move on to Nigeria, where we're talking about today. The CBN, redesign of the Naira Note, and the new national card scheme. And And at the same time, this has like a political leaning because the National Universities Commission just ordered the country's university, that's Nigeria, to close from 22nd of February to 14th March because of general elections, which will be held on 25th of February and I think on 11th of March, right? Now, according to them, there are concerns, right, that safety and security of staff and students during the elections are not exactly guaranteed. And there are also concerns in the country that, you know, the elections may not go on as planned because of the ongoing insecurity problems in the country. But just like Nigerians always say, it go better. I'll return in about five minutes and we'll talk about these issues. The narrative redesign, which may also have like a political leaning, maybe the elections too. And then the new national card scheme, Tony Tetula. You go better. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on AfricaTechRadio.com.